Hit it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to Pod Me If You Can. This is Pod Me If You Can. Movie reviews by David and Lloyd. An Australian podcast on your favorite movies. Go to www.podmeifyoucan.com. Welcome to Pod Me If You Can. I'm David Farrell. And I'm Lloyd Hughes. And if you haven't seen Grease, spoilers. Also, where have you been since 1978? Lloyd, we are watching a series of films here as well that um, we've never seen and that maybe we should have seen by now. As always, this podcast is educational, isn't it, Lloyd? (laughs) We're uh, seeing things we wouldn't ordinarily see. So the question remains, Lloyd, why have you not ever watched Grease? It's just never interested me. Uh, I've always... I've been to a lot of weddings and even, you know, some nightclubs and they always play numbers from Greece. I've always been aware of the songs and maybe because how much I hate the music, like from what I heard, I never wanted to watch it. Like, and musicals have never really attracted me. I love singing in the rain. Uh, I, I liked Rocky Horror Picture Show and uh, West Side Story I really liked, but Greece just never really interested me. And, uh, yeah, so when you came up with this idea to see movies that you probably should have seen, I was like, you know what? I've never seen Grease, and everyone has seen the movie Grease. Had you heard of some of the concepts, like the T-Birds and Pink Ladies? Or I haven't heard of the Pink Ladies. I did know, know of the car Grease Lightning, just from yep. the song. Yep. And uh, I, knew, I knew the 50s theme. And I really like John Travolta. I think he's an excellent dancer, particularly Saturday Night Live. I think that's a very, very underrated movie. Um, Is it Saturday Night Fever? Saturday Night Fever. Oh, my God. Saturday Night Live is also a very good show. uh, (laughs) I don't want to hear any hate mail. (laughs) The sequel was awful to Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, there's... um Oh, just struggling to think what it's called. Staying Alive? I think so, yeah. It's directed by Sylvester Stallone, believe it or not. If you guys want a very good insight into how bad that film is, uh, there's another film podcast called um, How Did This Get Made? And they covered off on Staying Alive very well. (laughs) So uh, I'd encourage you to listen to just that episode if uh, you want to try out another podcast as well. Uh, Grease was the highest grossing film of 1978, Lloyd. Wow. And uh, obviously launched John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John into the stratosphere because Grease is the word, isn't it? Yeah, well, I actually read up on this. Uh, the Grease did nothing for the stars, producers, or, d- or the directors, despite being a massive hit. Uh, in fact, John Travolta's career went absolutely downhill. Well, it was downhill already just prior to Grease, but it did nothing for anyone, um, that, uh, that movie, despite being such a grand, um, you know, big, massive hit. Well, Grease was nominated for Golden Globe Award for Best Motion Picture, yeah. Musical or Comedy. Travolta and Olivia Newton-John were both nominated for Best Actress, Best Actor. Uh, Grease and You're the One That I Want were nominated for Best Original Song, and it didn't win a single Golden Globe. <laughs> also, uh, Hopelessly Devoted to You was nominated for an Academy Award. It didn't win. Um, Heaven Can Wait, the Warren Beatty film, won Best Motion Picture and Best Actor. And uh, the song Last Dance mm-hmm. uh, won original song at the Academy Awards and Golden Globes. So it didn't get anything. <laughs> Which is, um, you know, one but of those things when you have a musical, often those are the awards you're going for. 
you know i'll just get this out of the way dave i thought this movie was really stupid (laughs) (laughs) oh this is gonna be a good podcast (laughs) oh it was horrible like um i love the 50s theme Uh, i know it's all like that rebel without a cause you know that that um that that sort of flavor to it and everything like that and i love the leather jackets and how overacted everyone is they're like a cartoon um but it just got i I didn't know like i was really shocked as well for a pg movie and every kid has seen this movie you know uh, especially when i was young a lot of young people had watched this movie there's a lot of adult themes to this it's like saturday night fever people forget how dark that movie is and Mm -hmm. greece has a lot of dark themes with it with teenage i don't want to say teenage pregnancy is a dark theme but it is a heavy hitting theme for a pg um, movie it also has you know girls in underwear you know prancing around in their bedroom um um, you know talking about sex and relationships and things like that so you know it has a lot of layers to it that i just didn't expect yeah well that's it i mean um first of all all the actors are too old to be in high school <laughs> uh set in high school principal cast were way past their high school years in june 1977 when the filming began travolta was 23 olivia newton john was 28 Stockard Channing was 33 and Jeff Conaway was 26. Uh, look, all of those sexual references and things, uh, when I was a kid, I didn't get it. I missed a lot of them when I was younger. And I Go thought it's just like, your log. <laughs> yeah. When, um, when I watched it, you know, again, I've seen it many times since, but, uh, you know, when you rewatch stuff, it's like when you rewatch The Simpsons and you, when you're younger, you don't know what they're spoofing. You don't know what, you know, the, the adult jokes are. Great point. Um, it was a little bit like that. Look, I, yeah, I got to flog your log much later, isn't it? Jeez. <laughs> the message of the film is always the thing that I've had an issue with, and it's all tied up with identity. She winds up changing so a boy will like her better. Changing everything about herself, because, like, you know, she wasn't good enough or something, you know? Do you, do you see that in the ending? I guess. Uh, it, it got really um, strange when that car went off to heaven, I think. <laughs> Oh, they're going back to Australia. (laughs) Uh, No, look, I mean, for me, I'll play the other side of this, Lloyd. Um, My wife loves Grease. I enjoy Grease, but I think it's mostly because it's kind of a cheesy musical. It's like a guilty pleasure film. There is stuff about it that, you know, obviously doesn't fit. And uh, I'll tell you one thing that doesn't fit is that lovey-dovey beach scene at the start. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, wow, okay, I don't... I I didn't expect this. I thought it was all held in the school or something. (laughs) Well, we get the message when they sing Summer Lovin'. We get the message what happened at the beach that they met. And it's not necessary to see them going, Oh, Danny, it's been such a great summer. (laughs) You know? It's it's only the beginning, he gets to say. And that's something. But, you know, it doesn't fit. Uh, And when I was a kid, we always used to make fun of the John Travolta bit where he goes, oh, towards the end of that (laughs) summer loving song. And then has his hand up in the air on the high note at the end, the big pose. What's your favorite um, musical part of this? uh, Your favorite score and um, dancing? Well, if uh, you ask my wife, her favorite is the sequence where um, they're all dancing on TV. Oh, yeah. The high school dance that's being televised, I suppose, uh, where, you know, Danny has to dance with that ex cha-cha from the other school towards the end. She likes all that music and singing and all that whole sequence. But I suppose as a guy 
Grease Lightning is the easiest one to like. I like the opening, um, but I don't like the cartoon opening. I thought that was really... It just looked out of place and... Uh, it didn't really fit. It didn't fit at all. Like, I, I guess some people... A lot of people will defend it. It looked really cool. I just didn't think the animation at all suited the movie. It didn't look like anything from the 50s as well. Um, but the music... That, that music was awesome. When I was a kid, I thought that... You know, Grease is the word, which is on the poster and the box and everything. Uh, when they were singing that song, I always used to think it was, it's so early. Yep. yep. They weren't saying Grease is the word. They were saying, it's so early. <laughs> you know, because they had to get up early for school. Yeah. That it was like the word, them waking up and going to school. And I was like, oh yeah, it's so early, you know. <laughs> and completely missed that when I was younger. Danny Zuko, iconic character though. Everybody will dress up as, you know, Danny and Sandy for dress up parties. Yep. Whenever people sing on karaoke, this is so ingrained now in pop culture. You know, regardless of what John Travolta does acting wise, you feel like when he passes away, they're going to flash up vision of Greece uh, and Pulp Fiction. Yep. Especially in Australia, we've got such a huge presence in that in that movie. I wonder if Greece is huge in Europe. Or England, um, because I I feel like it's been pushed heavily just because of Olivia Newton-John. She was in it, and you know we just want to champion that as much as possible. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like it's become a bit of a classic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you really. I mean, I only know the Australian side of things, I suppose. <laughs> but um, there are some real American things in this, like the pep rallies. You know, we don't understand that reference. <laughs> <laughs> How uh, she's mouthing words to that guy and she's all like, hey, hey, to that, you know, athlete yeah. who's Tom, I think his name's Tom. She got over Danny Zuko pretty quickly there. <laughs> like, she's all like, oh, it was great, you know, like telling the story. And then immediately she's like, hey, but that's just a hormonal thing. I've got to, you know, I've got to excuse the fact that they're inverted commas teenagers, you know, for their behavior. You mentioned the sleepover stuff. Um before the boys turn up and Rizzo it's implied used to have a thing with Danny and now she's into Kaniki. yep she's gonna get her kicks while she's young enough to still get them <laughs> yeah where are you going to flog your log <laughs> what do you think this is a gangbang <laughs> like that's pretty adult isn't it yeah you know for a PG film and that's presumably the night Rizzo gets pregnant you know when she's off at the makeout point which I don't think you pick up when you're younger until she sort of says, I'm not pregnant at the end. And then you go, was she meant to be? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. I've got a quiz for you, Lloyd. Now, Kaniki has, uh, well, he's played by, um, what's his name? Jeff Conaway? Conaway, yeah. And he was the original actor in the stage version of Grease. Just for a bit of trivia. So, Kaniki has a 25-cent condom that broke because he bought it back in the seventh grade. <laughs> All right. Do you think, A, he's never had sex and he's a virgin because, obviously, he's had that condom since the seventh grade. B, that he's never used a condom before and no woman has ever asked him to. Or C, he just forgot this time and luckily remembered the old wallet one. Oh, I'll go with A. That he's never had sex and that he's a virgin? Yep. yep. I've got no idea of the answer. I just thought... Oh, I would, okay. <laughs> I just thought I would test out what your, thought, what your thoughts were. But, um, wow. Okay. Kaneki may be a virgin. 
Yeah, it's possible. I mean, they're putting off this aura of, like, they're with lots of girls and, you know, he hooks up with Rizzo and everything. But, um, yeah. What'd you think of the chase sequence? Oh, that's the big ending, isn't it? <laughs> the um, Thunder Road Climax, T-Birds vs. Scorpions. For pink slips. This is yeah. pre Fast For and the Furious as well. Take that, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Kaneki gets knocked out and the, the coin falls on his eye and it reminded me of like paying the ferryman when somebody dies. <laughs> and originally, Kaneki had the song Grease Lightning. Like it was his solo song, which became Danny Zuko, John Travolta's song. Right. And it was very unbalanced um, with the, the songs here, but his role in the film is severely reduced from where he was in the stage show. He was obviously Danny. It felt very... I felt sad for him as an actor because the Kaniki character gets less and less to do. Mm-hmm. And he had uh, scenes cut from the film as well. But to be honest, the Fast and the Furious inspired looking, racing for pinks, you know, slow motion jump, shots inspired by Ben-Hur and Rebel Without a Cause. Uh, the audio commentary talks about, you know, Ben-Hur shots when uh, he's got the spikes on the wheels and they're charging into each other. Yep. It's a lot of fun. It's interesting that the lack of adult supervision in this film, though, mm-hmm. uh, because the shop teacher is one of the only adults who's around them. They don't have parents. They don't, you know, they're not a part of this world at all. I w- There's a scene where Danny gets asked by Sandy to meet the parents and he's like flat out refuses like <laughs> to go to dinner. That would have been amazing to see that film, like with the, the parents still in it. Yeah. Would have been a whole different vibe. They would have been Australian. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. It's strange to think like the entire school year goes by with almost no classroom stuff. Just a few. Uh, this school year, we'll be doing this, you know, <laughs> over the loudspeaker sort of things. And no wonder they failed phys ed like they never went. Yeah, that's right. And they're all they're all smoking and everything, so their cardio is just not there. <laughs> oh, well, Danny Zuko led it in track, which, I mean, I guess must mean he got a letter or a grade. <laughs> Grease Lightning. Classic PG-rated song, wasn't it, Lloyd? <laughs> you know it ain't no shit that we'll be getting lots of tit. <laughs> you want Supreme? The chicks will cream. And uh, she's a real pussy wagon. Just real PG stuff. And I obviously, when I was younger, didn't realise those lyrics and have in, in uh, time since. I, I, my, one of my favourite retro movies that sort of are set in the 50s and they sort of like have a homage to it is Back to the Future. I think that does it the best yeah. out of anything I've ever seen. Um, yeah. You can't say Rubble Without a Cause because I think that's from the period. <laughs> uh, that's what you said <laughs> at the time. Uh, but do you think it's interesting? I, I don't remember it too well, although I've only seen it a couple of days ago. Uh, are there any ethnic characters cast in this movie at all i'm looking at the cast list now and i can't see any is there something i missed i can't remember any now i'm looking at the cast list. i can't see any so in that sense it's very accurate to the 50s (laughs) well yeah not very diverse yeah not very diverse at all yeah well there's a lot of italians like they they mention that a a lot but i can't see any african americans or any um asians or any uh south americans or anything like that um in in this universe of of greece which is pretty interesting uh maybe of course the dancer uh that he dances with from another school i think she's yeah i think she's of spanish descent 
that's that's probable. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, good point. Because in Back um, to the Future, you had Mayor Goldie, and he became mayor, and he's obviously just a guy sweeping up. And then he goes, yeah, he's going to run for mayor. And he goes, mayor, I like that idea. And he goes, yeah, colored mayor, that'll be the day. You know, that that was um, an interesting reference how they play on the 50s ideology in Back to the Future. They also had uh, the, the band he performs with is Absolutely. Earth Angel. Yeah. There was a presence in uh, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Sandy dates Tom, that athlete, uh, which leads to Danny trying out for track. And and I always thought it was a great sequence of him finding a suitable sport. Did you enjoy the comedy? Going from baseball, wrestling to running, yeah. Yeah. Just running for long distances. (laughs) But then when he does the the hurdles, she basically abandons that guy and just goes straight to him again. You can kind of attribute it to, like, teenage hormones, you know. Or just really speedy riding. (laughs) That's it. I, I felt like um, there's a scene that was cut, uh, which apparently didn't fit with the film, uh, where Rizzo was mad at Kaniki because she's pregnant. And I think that probably outlined the fact that she was pregnant a bit more. Because mm-hmm. you never had a scene where she, she told him. There was that overheard scene which where everyone else found out. But they're at the diner, and um, I think that would have made it more obvious for audiences and maybe would the made the I'm not pregnant on the Ferris wheel, you know, mean more, sure. I suppose. And not be like, oh, what? Was she? But that's just, you know, personal opinion, which I've been premiering in a new segment on Podme, if you can, called The Punch-Up. Today in The Punch-Up, I'm going to, I guess this is a terrible way to phrase it, but I'm going to punch up in uh, the direction of Frenchie. Uh, beauty school dropout. Go back to high school. I would cut or shorten all of her subplot. I would lose the song Beauty School Dropout. It could all go. It's not at all Frenchie's story. Um, I find the line, you've got the dream, the dream but not the drive. Kind of a real kicker when she's down. <laughs> and not a good message. The, uh, the angel, I believe, was originally meant to be played by Elvis, which, uh, if that was the case, great. Yeah. This would totally work. If the studio was pushing for a song to be here, give Kaniki a song. He's in the diner. He could sing about Rizzo. He doesn't get a solo. He was the star of the stage version. It should be a Danny song, a Sandy song, a Rizzo song, and a Kaniki song. But we get a Frenchie song, and it imbalances it. You can hit me up on Facebook... See if I'm wrong. You can swing back. Facebook.com slash pod me if you can. That was the punch up, Lloyd. <laughs> you like Frenchie? I, I like Frenchie's character, yeah. He's a tough, tough guy, but he gets, um, I don't know, he just doesn't have a tough chin on him. He gets hit, knocked in the head by a car door and he's out. That's Kaneki. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Frenchie's the girl, the girl who dyes her hair. Is she, is she the one who gives the coin? Uh, no, she's the one who dyes her hair. And yeah, yep. And then she um, has that whole dance sequence where she goes back to... Um, uh, that's the one. Yeah, go back to school. <laughs> go back to high, beauty school dropout, go back to high school. High school and as yeah. I said, I, I would lose all of that. Yeah. That's, um, it feels like it just slows it down. It and just bloats it. That's not a great number as well. No, it's very slow and, you know, bit of, bit of nothing. Bit of a fantasy sequence with a guardian angel, which, again, if it's like the cartoon start, I feel like it didn't fit in the film. Uh, you've been to a lot of weddings do you find that what songs do you find they play the most 
Grease Lightning, well, obviously. <laughs> everybody sings that summer loving. Yeah. Because you get a lot of guys sing one part, girls sing one part. You know, it's an easy one. We actually banned all these songs at my wedding. <laughs> we, had, um, we had all the Nutbush and everything, all the ones you would think everyone would request, Macarena, everything was banned. Just so we wouldn't hear those. <laughs> Thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no problem. No problem. You obviously at the time, you uh, you didn't know it, so it wouldn't have meant anything to you. <laughs> no, you, I, you I, didn't. I, I do know. Like, when, when I do hear the song, I go, oh, that's from Greece, is it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and that's when I usually finally. sit down, because I, I love to dance, but uh, I'm just not a fan of any of the Grease numbers. <laughs> this film's kind of slutty, too, which I didn't quite remember, but... <laughs> Danny has had a thing with Patty Simcox, the enthusiastic glasses girl. Oh, yeah. Who's running for president. Rizzo is his ex. He had a thing with Cha-Cha from the other school, the Scorpions girl. And he's obviously got a thing with Sandy now as well. So, like, Danny's some super player that, uh, you know, seems to get with all the girls. But I thought it was interesting, Lloyd, and this is uh, one point I'm going to throw at you, is that even though they're all too cool for school, they still dance. All the bad boys, even the Scorpion's main villain, he dances. They all want to dance. Yeah, in, in, pe- in the musical universe, that's the main form of expression, I guess. Yeah, like West Side Story, they're two rival gangs, but they still just dance, fight at each other, I suppose. <laughs> but, I mean, if people are trying to be cool these days, you get the feeling they wouldn't dance, that they stand back. I, Lloyd, yeah, I'm you're a, a dance- dancer. Yeah, I, I don't know, like a step up kind of <laughs> although in a comic book way sort of address that but no that there is a, a, a i don't think dancing i find dancing is not very popular with australian males it's just not a masculine thing to do you, you know australian males want to be tough they want to have tattoos they want to drive utes and everything like that it's because i do i'm a boxer as well I, I train in boxing and i see a lot of that um but i also do a lot of dancing i go out nightclubbing a lot um, and it, it's just a common thing with being half Filipino. It's just you dance, you know. It's just like you go out, have a drink, you dance, you know. And in South American culture, everyone dances. And I think because the Latin culture is so much embedded in America from the 50s on to now, dancing is very common. Uh, you go out to a nightclub, and I've been out clubbing in America. People like to dance. Some of them not as great, especially if you go... And also depending on the states, especially in Memphis, when I went out clubbing there everyone dances it's just insane it's really good but in australia it just hasn't hit um so much at all so it is i i can see from an australian eyes people dancing going oh that's very feminine <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to get your thoughts on it yeah um when they're doing the whole uh televised routine it's funny too how um cha-cha cuts in and dances with danny because she's the best dancer at her school or whatever and Sandy just kind of goes away. Yeah, like I didn't bit- get that. I was just like, oh, okay, she's just going to accept, oh, well, they're the best too, let them, let them go at it. Yeah, and there's like a scene where Danny's friend cuts her off, like the chubby guy. I don't know if he's Putz or Potsy or whatever yeah. he is. Um, I can't remember his character's name, but he kind of cuts her off and then she's all like, oh, like wants to get back to Danny and then when he starts dancing with the other girl, he's taken by surprise as well that he's suddenly <laughs> dancing with her. Uh, he keeps dancing because it's on TV, I suppose. But then she just leaves. Yeah. It's like a kind of a, yeah, tough to choreograph, I suppose, <laughs> um, solution. And then when they're in the drive-in and Danny's all sorry about Cha-Cha, he says, uh, 
you know, do you want to wear my ring after he elbows her in the boob? <laughs> and she goes, oh, yes, Danny. And it's a really nice advertisement for jewelry. Isn't it? <laughs> You've done something wrong, men. Get yourself some jewelry. Give it to <laughs> give it to your girl and she'll forgive you for anything. But then, sadly, Danny Zuko gets all rapey in the car. Um, and he sings probably the worst song of Greece. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you agree. I agree, yeah. The one about being stuck at the drive-in by himself where he's like, Sandy, can't you see? I'm in misery. <laughs> and he's sitting on that swing set. Ugh. The worst part about it, I think, despite the whole thing, is uh, the spoken word bit where he's like, Sandy, you hurt me real bad. You know, just... That for me could go as well, to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Did you enjoy any songs more than others? Uh, just just the main theme. Um, that That's the one I like the most. And uh, I guess the one at the end, because it's so iconic. Jeez, uh, oh, what's the name of that song? It's a, it's you uh, thinking of You're the One That I Want, where they dance together? Or We'll Always Be Together with the flying car? Uh, it was just before the flying car. It's basically where she's wearing the whole black leather outfit. Yeah, so you're the one that I want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's probably the most iconic song. Yeah, da- yeah. I'd I'll put that second on, on the list, and, and mainly because it's so iconic. So they, it's famously known they had to sew her into those pants. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry no one's ever gonna watch this film just go <laughs> uh with the car chase sequence yeah yeah i i, I love the 50s flavor i love rebel without a cause uh, particularly the car chase sequence um another movie I, I forgot to mention that does the 50s retro really well is the wanderers i think that's it's one of my favorite films of all time and so i love all that i love the leather jackets i love the cool cars and people driving around and everything like that the only thing i don't don't like about the 50s and 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 it's just a sign of the times is the the racial element of it i know it's a very racist time you had the human uh rights movement um happening in the background there's a lot of precarious um moments that happened a very pivotal moment in american culture which rippled throughout the whole entire world um of the 50s but yeah i I love a lot of that well i'm glad you finally saw (laughs) grace i I hated this movie i thought it was awful but i love some of the music Uh, i i don't think i could watch this movie again i would just probably watch fragments just to see the numbers but i'm just happy i've gone yeah i've, I've seen greece i i think out of all the musicals ever made if if v- listeners if you're watching and this is your favorite musical please rent singing in the rain like w- watch that movie mu- mu- there are some great musicals out there it's definitely not the genre that i'm an expert at but i have seen some of the main ones um and th- th- if you want to see good dance choreography g- go check out west side story that's a very very good one i think um uh, musicals have a lot of room to grow and evolve and I-, I think they've come back recently they're sort of fading out now with high school musical and hairspray um i haven't seen any of those and i know that show glee is very popular but uh grease from what i've seen of the classic movies sits very very low at the bottom of the list some great hits good stars but it's a very bad movie <laughs> speaking of very bad movies lloyd uh 
You can look on our YouTube channel <laughs> and uh, youtube.com slash podme if you can. You can find a ton of <laughs> <laughs> reviews for films that um, they have someone famous in them or many famous stars in them, and uh, but you may not have heard of them. They're obscure films, probably at the beginning or end of their careers. Uh, there'll be one that I will launch in conjunction with this one, uh, this episode, which is a John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, the other movie they did together, which is called Two of a Kind, um, which, which we've reviewed on our YouTube channel. You guys can check it out. It's like five minutes long and uh, get a sense of the entire canon of films where these two work together. Absolutely. I can't wait for that one. <laughs> uh, we're having an anagram competition at the moment. Basically... If you get all the letters, which we drop on the podcast since episode 100, we've been dropping letters in the podcast. Uh, today's letter is A. Get all the letters. You're looking for the name of an actor or actress. Find out what it is by unscrambling all the letters once you have them all. I'll announce when they're all out there as well. Um, if you're the first one to write to us on Facebook, send us a direct message to the Podme If You Can Facebook page. Nice and easy. Facebook.com slash If You Can. Uh, if you're the first one, you win a DVD prize pack, basically, which will be a, probably a bunch of these obscure films, as well as merchandise, uh, pardon me if you can, stuff. Uh, it's worth looking into, guys, just, um, just quietly. So today's letter is A. Also, we, uh, we take film requests, don't we, Lloyd? Absolutely. Um, just go to our Facebook page and leave a comment on our Facebook page if you'd like us to review any movies. We take it all pretty seriously and we try to, we've got a very busy schedule. Dave has brilliantly set out a whole path of movies for us to watch, which we try to stick to. But if you guys suggest a movie, that usually goes to the top of the list and we try to get to it as soon as possible. So um, don't uh, f- feel afraid to suggest a movie. Also on our Twitter accounts, um, you'll find it all at podmeifyoucan.com. Our Twitter accounts are there, just short links to it. You can go to that and just just ask us on that as well we respond to everyone links to um the youtube and everything there as well but um i was going to say sometimes we get requests for films that haven't come out yet in australia and that makes it a little bit difficult so uh you know we'll, we'll do our best podcast isn't going anywhere last time we did uh films that we hadn't seen i got to watch goonies for the first time and i'd never seen the film obviously lloyd had watched it in uh, his childhood uh, we've come back to do a couple more films now that we haven't seen. Lloyd's was obviously Grease, and uh, next week we'll cover off on one that I've never seen. Despite the fact, here's a clue, that it made over a billion dollars. <laughs> and uh, that really means for me, ticket sales were huge. Oh, so, yeah, um, it was... Yeah, yeah, which, uh, you know, just I completely missed it. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll cover off on that next week. But uh, pleasure talking about Greece. As I said, Lloyd, Greece is the word. So uh, <laughs> it's it's good that you've seen the word now. I and, wish uh, we had the rights. Uh, we, we don't have the rights, but I wish we could end with a Greece song, guys. But you all know it so well, so just picture that as we go towards our conclusion here. <laughs> you just When you switch off the podcast, just put on the mega mix, enjoy the songs, <laughs> because I think, I think that's what's come out of it that's been the best thing is really, like, the soundtrack is so catchy. Yeah, absolutely. And... Uh, you know, just obviously 1978, you know, we're sitting here in 2014 covering off on it. That's that's a massive kind of life of the film. And, and it's going to live yeah. on, I think. Sorry, Matt? It's going to live on and on. Well, I'm tempted to get you to watch the sequel, Grease <laughs> 2, which had Michelle Pfeiffer in it. Wow. <laughs> 
I think if people want that, if people wanna- if people request it, I'll do it. But yeah, I, I I didn't enjoy Greece at all. So sitting through a sequel, which apparently is one of the worst films ever made, is just like torture to me. <laughs> I've never seen all of Grease 2, so I'm tempted as well. But we'll uh, we'll wait and see if that's something people are interested in. Facebook.com slash podme if you can. Uh, Lloyd, looking forward to next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hit it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Go to www.podmeifyoucan.com. Pod me if you can. Movie reviews. 